On today's episode of the 1218 Podcast, we discuss the first 48 hours of NBA free agency. Kyrie and Katie going to the other team in New York, Kimba returning to his roots in New England, and all the other insane contracts around the league. Andrew's here and we talk about abandoning our current lifestyles to become NBA role players so we can cash in on this free agent market. All right, let's dive in. Now when the sun come up, I'll be there to say what up in the morning. Brush my teeth, find that clip I've been looking for since last night. I feel so caught up in the bud. I float some out with my bedroom. Turn around, see myself in the mirror. I guess I'm cool. And no sappy thoughts in my head. I'm feeling like I'm Peter Pan. Minus the tights and the birds. Happy to see how far I've come to the same place. It began my dreams, imagination. Perfectly at peace. So I move along a bit higher. Welcome to the 1215 Podcast. Today is July 2nd, 2019. I'm here with my co-host, Andrew Bobbitt. Andrew, what the hell just happened over the last 48 hours? The Mavs solidified themselves as the best team starting four years from now. We will be the best team. And starting, I thought that's... That's that's the New York Knicks best team. In, I mean, that's that's really three. that that was the story going into it. Talk about an absolute strikeout by the Knicks. We'll get into that later. Julius Randle. Julius Randle, the savior of New York. Him and uh, R.J. Barrett. I mm-hmm. real contenders, real contenders. Um, no, but seriously, oh, I just we were we were at dinner. We were on our way to dinner on Sunday night, and it just seemed like Woj had tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet about all of these insane moves. I mean, the KD and Kyrie news kind of broke <clears throat> a little bit before free agency. Let's start there. Well, do you think he had them saved in his draft? I th- He had to have. He had, I mean, Woj is a specimen. Like, he's he's that guy, but oh my gosh. It's just like he had to have them synced up. And do you think Katie's upset that he ruined his whole Instagram announcement. That that really high quality Instagram, which that was a joke too. I don't quite understand that because I thought his my next chapter thing that gets memed all the time was better than that. Well, so you get I mean you get the push notification from ESPN at like four p.m. that says Katie going to announce on his private label, blah blah blah, his free agents, and then Woj just cuts him completely. He's just like, "Mm, no, not. I want to get this out there. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) This is my domain, kid. Um, So Katie. Four years, 164 million. Kyrie, four years, 140 to the Brooklyn Nets. What? Brooklyn? Brooklyn. I saw that coming the whole time. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I never. Ass. I never expected Brooklyn to honestly be a main contender for that, much less this quick of a decision for them to go there. Uh, I mean, they we, have. They've they've really built it up from the bottom and and drafted not drafted, I guess yeah drafted yeah I mean they have a good young they, core but and then they got this instead without having to trade away their assets no, which is awesome because the Lakers wild. are great but they they traded away all their young players to get who they have I feel like since uh, beginning of this year we've heard that <clears throat> Kevin Durant is going to New York and there was that little exchange with him and, and Kyrie on the court. A couple of months ago when they did the you know the two max slots the two max slots thing do you remember that and it just out of nowhere brooklyn new york just comes up swings and misses and we sort of touched on this last week but if you're a new york knicks fan you go from thinking that you have zion williamson and potentially kevin durant to having essentially nothing i mean rj barrett and um 
Julius Randall. Julius Randall. I mean, that's really that, that's what the Knicks and then a bunch of bunch of you know uh, small contracts here and there. But you have if you're a Knicks fan, someone else. I can't remember. It was you just so funny. You have to be disappointed, right? Oh yeah, I cannot think of the, who else they signed, but it was bad. Ownership comes out and says, you know, we understand, but just give us a little bit more time. But can we stop with this idea that New York is this place to be? Well, it is. It is. If James Dolan wasn't there, this dude has to be one of the worst owners in in the NBA, if not the worst owner, right? I mean, this guy rivals the was it uh, current Ster- owner. Sterling of yeah, the say, Clippers? Uh, Sterling I mean, was a little bit worse, at least, a, a lot know, worse. There's not but, like any like subtle race or not so subtle racism, so I guess he's got that going for him. There you go, James. Let's go, boy. James Dolan gets to stay because <laughs> okay, he's not racist. So. The, the Knicks just come up empty. Brooklyn immediately becomes a contender. Now they're <clears throat> right now. I would say like a three, they're four, contender five in two seed. years. I say I, I predict right now that they'll be a four seed, unless I think I put I, I, I was talking about this yesterday. Unless the Raptors re-sign Kawhi, then they're a fifth seed. So they were a six seed last season. They lose D'Angelo Russell, get the upgrade. I mean D'Angelo still young, twenty three years old, but Kyrie, regardless of his off the court issues, is probably the best point guard in the league right now i i mean i think this team immediately puts themselves in in a position to succeed yeah i mean i thought they were in a position to succeed if they signed one free agent and kept d'lo but now they get an upgraded d'angelo russell uh without like our and and they signed kevin durant who like hopefully will be what he has been you know two years from now or a year from now but even if he's not you have a better D'Lo and you have a better, you have Kevin Durant. Right, and this is contingent. Their success after the season is obviously hangs in the balance of Kevin Durant's health. Now, we still don't know. Ruptured Achilles, That that's at least a year. And you don't know where you're going to get on the opposite side. Because the last couple of years, I would say, well, heck, even harking back to Brandon Roy, guys don't come back from legs. And if they do, it's not for a bit of time. I mean, you look at you look across the East. Gordon Hayward, a guy who is not an ACL but big leg injury. Right, exactly. It's now. just it's tough, especially for those longer, lankier guys. It's just you don't know what you're gonna get. Well, let me ask. So, so with not knowing we're getting with KD, whatever, but we know we're not having him for a year at, on the Nets, right? Sure. They rest Kyrie. More. So they treat him like Kawhi Leonard with the Toronto Raptors where he doesn't play a single back-to-back, load management, like crazy, I'd say 60 games. Mm-hmm. you agree? Yeah, but what happens when the Nets mess around and hop into a, a two or three seed at the end of the season? You can't you can't rest your best player. Oh, I don't know if they hop into a two or three seed. I'm I don't just know saying, if they try that like, hard. hypothetically. I don't see, like you said, I kind of, I buy into what you're saying. They're probably best a four seed at best because it's, it's Kyrie... Uh, was it Jared Allen, uh, Dinwiddie, and a couple of a couple? Oh, Karis Levert. Karis well. Levert as well. Very good. So it's it's a good. I I I think Shabazz Napier got got traded, correct? So I mean, but regardless, pretty pretty decent young core of guys. I still, you know, as they're they're the shift in the East, and we still don't know where Kawhi's going, which we'll we'll touch on later. I know where Kawhi's going, but. <laughs> A four seed. I, f- I feel like they're a four seed. KD comes back next year. If you're correct and Kyrie decides to, or they decide, you know what, we're just going to go easy on Kyrie. We're gonna, we saw what Toronto did. We're going to mimic that because that's now the recipe for success in the NBA. Then in uh, 2020, 2021, they are a force. Oh, they're going to be a force. force in 2020, 2021 with KD back. Even if he's not as great as he was, I think they can still have him because he's still a shooter. 
you know, he's still, they're, they're going to be very, very good. But this year, four seed, unless they really go all in, I think they could really do well, but they're still not going to compete without KD. Yeah, agreed. So elsewhere, let's let's go Kimba to Boston, four years, 141 mil. Uh, this was, uh, we knew this was going to happen. We knew this last week. That's where <clears throat> he was designed to go because while the free agency, that, that couple of hours right after it was announced, you knew where a lot of these guys were going. The, the Brooklyn signings were, they, they were shocking to me, but Kimba, Boston guy. I mean, UConn legend, he's going to fit right in. I think that is a great move for Boston, a team that drastically underachieved this past season. Um, you go 67 from 67 win team. They 67. Been, Shout out Bill Simmons. Uh, you go from being uh, a team that's just sort of, I don't want to say a laughing stock because they were still a playoff team, but just a team marred with some certain dysfunction at least. Kimba is a guy who I think I would, I think any NBA t- uh, fan or NBA team would love to have him because he fights, he's scrappy. He's going to give you all he has and he's not a diva. From our understanding. Oh, I agree. I mean, he wanted to stay with, I don't know what happened with the Hornets, obviously. I, I know he wanted to stay there because he's a humbler or a more humble person, but he is, he's never been in a different environment since he joined right. the NBA. He's never been in a situation where I honestly was like, oh yeah, they could really win. Whereas with this team, they could really win. You know, they lost their, their best scorer, Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, no, they have scary they have, Terry. They have Jalen Brown. They got Jason Tatum, and they got they got Kimba now, who is just Kyrie without the ego and without as much of the scoring. I know he has a high score, but he is very hot and cold from from the field. Sure, but and, he's, he's but he always, at one point we thought he was going to be MVP, at, like just for a little bit. From right, moment. right, yeah, yeah. That we was, thought he was going to be MVP. It was that game against Boston where he dropped fifty, and Kyrie comes out and says, "Why can't we do that?" And it's kind of funny how life happens, and now Kimba's playing for. The Boston Celtics and I think it's gonna be really great for them because Jason Tatum Jalen Brown those young guys who came up big uh, last season uh, and you know we're on the verge of an NBA Finals they kind of look around the season and they're like who's this like why is this guy here with Kyrie he's just you know kind of like he sort of took on this role where he thought he was better than he was he thought he was more important than he was he's like you know what I played with LeBron I, I have a championship. I shat all over LeBron James. Now that I have to deal with these young guys with young egos, I get it. You know, guys, I totally understand. And they're just like, who, who's man? Are we serious with this guy? And I think they're going to be able to, and we talked about this last week, I think they're going to be able to sort of grow and develop. And Jalen had a great season this year. Jason Tatum had, I don't want to say a, a regression. Regre- it is a regression. He didn't, pro- he, but he, I think he regressed because he had Kyrie in a bad way so boston i mean i think kimba has never had if you go look at who his teammates have been when he was in charlotte that team was a joke couldn't he have dwight howard at one point yeah dwight howard former houston <clears throat> rocket great um former wizards grave mj my guy what are we doing I, if if you if you're t- trying to tell me that charlotte couldn't offer four by 141 I think they could. I think he chose to leave. You think no he felt slighted that they didn't supermax him? Well, not just that. I mean, I think he knew he wasn't, like, not that he wasn't worth the supermax, but that giving him the supermax was not going to give him a chance to get a championship. I said last week that I thought that he needed to move teams to, to really get a legacy or start something because he's just not going to win with that Toronto team. They don't, or not Toronto, I'm so sorry. Charlotte. Uh, that Charlotte team, mm-hmm. because they just, 
like they they don't sign big free agents. They got right. Kimba in the draft, I believe. And they've got they've I mean, got perhaps the sneaky best uh, acquisition on the market, Terry. Terry Rozier, Stop. what a joke of a contract! As was again, it four years, fifty. No, no, yeah, four uh, years, fifty-eight million. That's I don't Anything know. For him is terrible. The goat turns out not not the not the best owner of all time. So not the boat. Um, I think it's I think it's a great move for Boston. I think Boston comes out great in this. Uh, I think that as we get deeper and deeper past this free agency period, there's going to be some like breadcrumbs left about just what happened in Boston and why everything went so poorly. I think someone will give an interview that gives you more so. insight into it. But I, I still think that it's just young guys trying to coexist with a guy who's still kind of young, but really not mature enough to, to be that veteran presence that he's supposed to be. I think Kimba's a good veteran presence. I think they're the same age. Yeah. You know? I, around the same around age. The they same lost age. Al Horford, which is a good veteran presence. But getting Kimba... As your star and as your veteran presence is interesting. I think that should, that could be really good. I think good that for them. city is really going to love him. Honestly, I mean, I hate that city, so that's you know that's you cool. Know. Uh, I think I don't know. I think Boston immediately with this move, with you know cutting the dead weight, and Kyrie is a phenomenal player. I think we can all agree on that. But just with how just headstrong and stubborn and. I don't. I don't want to be too overdramatic with analyzing his, his season last year because he had like on the court his statistics were the best of his career, but coming to work every day. I mean, we've both worked in hostile work environments. You go into work, you're not happy. You don't feel welcome there. You don't perform as well as you can. So, of course, Jason Tatum, uh, a kid in his second year, is gonna is gonna regress a little bit. I agree. So, I think Brad Stevens. Uh, was uh, kind of felt a little bit alpha by Kyrie Irving, uh, Mr. Plain and White Bread himself. But I think this point guard, this guy, Kimba, who doesn't need to be the one taking the shots, um, I think this really works with Steven's system better than a ball-dominant Kyrie Irving who wants to be the guy who's hitting the game winner. And I agree. I think that um, obviously losing, losing Al Hawford, that hurts quite a bit. But I really look forward to what Boston has to offer. Any any other thoughts about uh, the no, Kimbo signing? I just I looked this up and, and you were right. Kyrie had the best statistical season of his career, except for in points. But in assists, he was way up from last year. In rebounds, he was uh, where is total rebounds? He was up by every season by two. I mean, he's he did have a much much better season. So I'm actually I'm excited. I know we're not talking about the Nets, but I think I'm excited to see him on the Nets. I'm excited to see that dumpster fire. Yeah, it's I hope be, it's not a dumpster it's fire. Be Speaking, I'm really afraid of, of them not having KD for the first year because I'm afraid of Kyrie getting too big of a head sure. and ruining what's happening there. Yeah, but I think, okay, so it's established that KD is the guy. Like, he is Brooklyn's I, I He's hope, Brooklyn's I baby. That, I hope that Kyrie knows that. I, I would hope so. I mean, he knows what he's getting into. I, I think that when they were... Because these guys talk. These guys have to know what they're doing. So when they're texting each other, say, hey, dude, let's do this thing. I mean, is it kind of like just two pit bulls looking at each other like, okay, who's going to back down first? Because Kevin Durant is like, it's not even an argument that yeah. he's the better player. But I don't know. I, I really, you know, we'll, we'll kind of we'll get into it later. But I just think this could, this has the potential to either be fantastic and Brooklyn becomes a, a team that could win two or three championships uh, or it can just crash and burn just like a uh, 
a meteorite, and I can't wait I to watch either eventuality. It all hinges on Kyrie, I think, the way he handles it, and KD the way he handles the media, but sure. and how he comes back from injury. But even if he comes back from injury poor, like in, in just a poor way, mm-hmm. I think that we they could still be good. So do but you? Have, they have to keep. He goes in check. I mean, so. Katie has had his issues with the media, and everyone's talking about why he balked, or allegedly balked, at the New York Knicks offer. Or, you know, and we're not going to know what the offer was or what happened there. Did you know it wasn't the max? Yeah. Which I'd balk at that is offer, ridiculous. too. Dolan's saying, yeah, we didn't, we didn't offer the max. We were worried about, like, what a moron. Well, Are heard, you kidding me? What I, what I read was that it, was, it wasn't even the max, like, the money aspect. It was the number of years. So like even if it was the same number, I think they only offered him a three-year deal because they didn't want to get tied into five, which is... In our four, whatever. Is it they only offer him four? Is that right? Yep. Four years? Yeah. So I don't think they wanted to offer him all four or five whatever years because he was actually, like James Holmes was like, oh, no, you might be injured. But, like, any team, I told you, any team would sign him to a max deal. Yeah, so the Mavs could take him. I think I the that. Nets, I mean, they're not – it's the Knicks are held to this, this higher standard, sort of like the Yankees. That media market is excruciatingly painful to deal with. The Nets, it's still New York, but it's not the iconic New York Knicks. It's not playing at the Garden. It's just, it's not where MSG is. Also a newer New York team. Yeah, exactly. They and they're still, they're still trying, the to, they're still trying to figure out the, the, their identity a little bit. They might take it away, though. <sighs> still I New hope York so. The I hate, I'm so I hate tired the pride of the Knicks. Of the Knicks. And they want to like loop themselves in with the Lakers and the Celtics. Like, yeah, iconic franchise over here. Top My three. ass. <laughs> but what the what the hell? That, like, if you uh, the, have you seen the Simmons rant about the Knicks and how they're ineptitude since Mm-mm. Ewing got blocked in '94? It's it's phenomenal. The Knicks haven't been shit. I'm so tired of this. It's just the Northeastern bias. Like, oh yeah, we New we New Yorkers, we're better than you, and we know it. I'm so I'm I'm so tired. I hope this kills it because. But now it's crazy. Everyone's like, oh, so Giannis 2021? Are we serious? Are we? Why would Giannis? Oh, that is a joke. Why would Giannis want to go? I hope so. I'm so. There's no way anyone believes oh, that. Oh my god. But well, I would just for the record, yeah. I'd put the Spurs in that third spot. Right under the Lakers, oh, Celtics. I would. There's five teams. I would Recency put. bias, maybe, but there's five teams I would put above the. No, there's. I, I don't. I, I can't even. I can't even begin 20, to quantify how terrible of a franchise the New York Knicks are. I mean, the the best thing they've had since I remember being a, a, a basketball fan is uh, Amari Stoudemire, Carmelo Anthony, in that little little month of insanity, which was you know a, a blast, great time. But holy cow, guys! Your Rockets got some insanity. But hey, we're talking about people that want in free agency, not losers like the Knicks who struck out. So, so let's go to Golden State. Okay, so D'Angelo Russell. Speaking of Nets, uh, did you think that they were gonna resign him? If the Nets. They, yeah. Did you think they would? I, I really did. I really did. I would have two months ago. I would have said that as they started talking more about Kyrie. I kind of knew they wouldn't keep D'Angelo because I don't think both of them can coexist like that. But I did. I had no idea they were getting Kevin Durant. If I had known they were getting Kevin and Kyrie, no way they're keeping right. D'Angelo. But why would the Warriors sign D'Angelo Russell to a four-year deal? I I don't understand, and I I have this in my notes. I don't necessarily feel comfortable about giving an opinion about that because D'Angelo D'Angelo Russell went from being the guy who sold out Swaggy P when he cheated on Iggy Azalea. Uh, he was kind of just in no man's land with that New York team or the Brooklyn team that was just kind of. And, you know, just like the punching bags of New York. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, yeah, D'Angelo Russell, he can be a, he can be a top five point guard. 
But you look at his stats this past season, 21 points, 7 assists, 43% shooting, and 37% from three. The 37% from three, not, not, not bad. His playoffs were much worse than his regular season. So I just don't know. I also don't know how he fits in with Steph. Uh, I don't know how he fits in with that system. They're both, they're both point guards. Right, but they, exactly. Uh, like I don't, I don't think they're going to keep him for four full years. I think that they'll try to unload whatever that salary is eventually. Mm-hmm. And say they get a fully healthy Clay back. Do they need D'Angelo Russell? No, because they won championships without him. I still think that going back to the core of of Clay, Steph, and uh, Draymond with a supporting cast, not someone that's having to get paid four for 117 is the better way for them to go. But but signing them this year keeps them relevant. Sure. It keeps them interesting in their new, brand new stadium where these season ticket holders it that just paid for all these new ones. The it does, for a year, for two years maybe. But I don't, I don't see them keeping them all he's, four years. He's gotten better every single year in his career. And if he continues to improve, then this four-year, $117 million deal is is gold for Golden State. And uh, honestly, even if he doesn't pan out and he, next season he puts up what he did, I still think it's not a bad contract. And the fact that Golden State maintains relevancy after losing Kevin Durant free agency, Klay Thompson to injury, Andre Guadalla's gone, I, I, think it's, I think it's a remarkable move from that front office. So shout out, snaps to them, um, Golden State... God, you know what would be just poetic justice if we're sitting here shitting on the Golden State Warriors and they turn out to be a great season. Although, I, I don't know which talking... I don't think it was Stein. One of the NBA talking... I don't think they You don't think they make the playoffs? I don't think they'll make the playoffs next year because Ooh, the West wait. is crazy now. Do you think that they're better than the Nuggets? No. No, I don't think they're better than Rockets? the Rockets? No. Lakers? Right now? Uh, right. No. I, I mean, no. You have to have five guys on your team. So okay, well, I'm putting the Lakers above them. I'm still putting the Clippers above them. If no, maybe not. Maybe not the Clippers. But I could find eight teams that could beat them. Shit, I'm sorry. The Pelicans could beat them. Honestly, it, yeah. like it's possible because they're really signing some good guys. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. Those are the big guys. Let's do rapid fire real quick. Jimmy Butler to Miami, four years, 140 million. Jimmy Butler got paid. Ah. Uh, you know, I'm glad he didn't get paid by your team. I'm, I'm not too disappointed. I'm really. Not I wouldn't too disappointed. be disappointed even a little bit if the Mavs had signed Jimmy Butler. Actually, I'd probably be a little bit excited to be honest, but not like. Does I don't this, know. I would only be excited because of the possibility because he could do great. But they're, they're a seven seed. They're, what were they this year? Were they? Even? They were on the verge of an eight seed, but no, they they finished I think ninth in the East because uh, Dwayne Wade was playing his playing, you know. But that's where they've been for the last like three years, and I don't think anything? that replacing Does this Dwayne make them, like, Wade what, a with, six with seed, Jimmy a seven Butler. seed, so they can go get just bounced by, I, I don't know, Indiana in the first round. Like this, it's I don't know, but hey, Jimmy Butler, he pulled. Uh, he pulled the Manny Machado early retirement, so he's just gonna chill on the beaches. And yeah, I'm wondering if he's gonna be able to handle that that lifestyle there and actually still play basketball. I don't know. I, you know what, Jimmy, good luck to you. Still love you. Um, I, I wasn't too disappointed to lose him. Yeah, or not even lose him. I'm losing one apply that we had him in the first place, but. I think that the Houston boy. It's an I thought he was signing move. there. It makes it makes Miami a team worth watching for at least the first twenty games of next year. Um, 
I still enjoy watching Miami. I think that it's fun to watch them compete. I think Eric Spolstra is an amazing coach. Yeah. But they're still not going to contend. Yeah. They're going to compete, but they're not going to contend. Right. Okay, so Tobias Harris, Philly, huh. five years, 180. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to rip on them too much because I think Philadelphia uh, really – it. Had actually had a pretty good uh, couple of first days of free agency. I like their moves. They're, that team, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's going to be Simmons, Harris, uh, Embiid, Horford, and who's the kid they got from? Oh, it's TJ McConnell, man. He's no, no, be their it's, point it's the kid they got from uh, uh, Miami via signage. Richardson. Richardson. They and they have him under contract till 2022. Cheap contract. That's a that's a big a a big team, a fast team. I don't. I mean, you lose Jimmy Butler, but getting back to Tobias Harris, this and contract lost Markel Fultz is this year. absolutely loony. Yeah, Markel Fultz. I mean, five for one. They had to like they had to max him, and I don't think it's that bad to max him because of the extension that they're about to do on Ben Simmons and the contract they already, or the extension I believe they already have for Embiid. It's like max somebody. I, I wish they would have maxed Al Horford, uh, but maybe not maxed, but. They got Al Horford too, so I think they still have the veteran presence they need without having to pay someone crazy amounts. Uh, they got—I I know we're going to talk about Al Horford at some point, but we might as well move to both of them because they got—they're both to Philly. But with Tobias Harris getting a max, good score, good, good at a lot of stuff, and without Jimmy Butler, will be a little bit better. And they got Al Horford, who's the only person I've ever seen shut down and beat on a re- regular basis. Sure. So you, my, the reason I like this move, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna group this in with the Al, Al Horford, and he got four years, 109 million. You go from having one of the most unstable guys in the NBA. I would say Butler's probably a top ten guy who you just have no idea where his head's at. Temperament wise, yeah. yeah. To Al Horford, who everyone around the business says is a great. Uh, savvy veteran who really knows how to control a locker room. So I think that's really going to play out well to the 76ers. I think the 76ers next season are going to be a threat in the East. Just kind of like they were, I mean, like we we said, they were a shot away from uh, uh, going to the finals. Well, say they... Or excuse me, going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Say the the Raptors don't re-sign Kawhi, so they're out, right? Mm -hmm. The only real competition I see is maybe the Celtics, if Kimba's real crazy, like good fit and everything and then definitely uh the bucks sure i mean Giannis and the bucks are going to be a competitor there but i still don't i don't see the bucks being able to pass philly and with that team i just don't see it because say one of their centers isn't working to get uh to to, to shut down Giannis. they can go from Embiid to to al horford and Embiid's pretty good at shutting them down yeah Absolutely. So I, I don't. I don't think that they're competing. I think it's really between the Celtics and, and the and the Sixers. But I get, I just got to give props. Elton Brand, the GM from the seventies for the Seventy Sixers. He, I thought he was going to be gone. I really did after the season. But really, he retooled that roster. And the Seventy Sixers, they did what they had to do. Um, I think it's. I would say they they did pretty well for themselves. It'll be interesting to see what that team looks like on the court next year. But there are a lot of variables. This Tobias Harris contract. Tobias becomes the, the the second or third option, whereas last season he was the fourth, I would say. Like, balls moving. He's he's going to be like that guy on the wing who's kind of just kind of like, not the afterthought, but he's well, not. If you watched it, they would, they would choose everyone else before him, yeah. which sucks. So, so he's going to have to step that. into a bigger role, and he's going to have to earn that contract. But, but stand- he was, I'm sorry. No, no, go for it. Go he for was it. in a bigger role in on the Clippers, and he did well with that, although he had Daniel Gallinari also in that mm-hmm. role, like where they were both the big two there. I think he can do well there. What I'm afraid of 
is that was also a contract year and the best year that he's had. Right. He's got that five-year 180. I mean, if he so, regresses, it's really on him. He's just like, you know, that's, that's what happens. There's that potential. He's got that body type. Like, he could roll up to a, to a training camp next year looking like Raymond Felton and he just be could. like, hey, guys, I'm here. I, I, mean, had, a, he I had a great offseason. I don't think he will. Gained about 15, 20 pounds, but, you know, I'm here. I don't think he will, but it's possible. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Okay, let's stand the East real quick. Then we'll go to your guy, Chris Stops. Chris Middleton, five years, $178 million. Ah, that's a that's a contract. It is a contract. I mean, he's he's very good. He's very good. Ugly as all. Would hell. you rather have that? Would you have rather have Chris Middleton for five years, hundred seventy eight, or Malcolm Brogdon four years, eighty five million? Malcolm Brogdon, I, rookie of the same. year. Same. Do you think? Do you think Milwaukee offered him a, like what, like three for sixty? He was like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here. I mean, which one, Middleton? Uh, Brogdon. Oh, Brogdon. Okay. Because I mean, obviously Milwaukee didn't have the money for both of them, uh, or they would have kept. And not if they're paying five for one seventy-eight. It's just it's insane. I mean, he's he's another guy who's going to have to step it up a little bit. I mean, so is Chris Middleton as good as uh, Tobias Harris? No, the answer is no. So okay, the, the Milwaukee Bucks, they come into this postseason as the team to beat in the East. They get slapped around a little bit by Toronto. Giannis, the, the, I mean, what was the story? Giannis can't do it all. Right. Chris Middleton, the second option on that team, uh, he's going to have to, you know, fill, fill those shoes, step into a bigger role, just kind of like we just talked about with Tobias Harris. Uh, I don't know if he has the potential to do it. I, you know, I root for him because he's a Texas guy, uh, went to A&M, but I, I just don't know. But he averaged 18.3 points per game. Middleton? For for thirty five million a year, it just seems it's high. Like it's a lot. high. It's a little high, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Kristaps, your this is your your time to shine, my friend. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm still looking up Tobias Harris's stats to see if he deserves his one eighty. But guess how much he averaged this year? Seventeen. Eighteen points as well. Although twenty one on the uh, on the Lakers. And he Dude, has a lot more assists we, and rebounds. Okay, you're 6'6", six, six, I'm 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, I say we just go train like hell for a year. We put our name in the free agency. Hell, we, could probably, House we could probably get like two for ten, right? We cash in checks, boy. I could just do, uh, you know, you know, two for two for one million dollars. That's fine. <laughs> you're with set. Me. You're set. Just ride the bench. Just clap. I'll be the towel boy. I'll really take five I'll for one fifty-eight. Like I'm a, like probably like a twenty-two percent three-point shooter. Give me the rock. Twenty-two with coverage. No, no with coverage. <laughs> no, you're not to specify. Why open like, like open court maybe, but uh, I would love to get paid five for one fifty-eight like Chris Stops. I think it's a lot. To have, I don't know if we even talked about this last week. I think that's a lot of money to put to somebody that you, that just tore his ACL and has a history of injury, doesn't play past March, not just because his team doesn't make playoffs, but because he's injured. But him next to Luca and our role players like Kleba and Powell, it's going to be good, I think, if he can come back to the form he was in. It was so good. I was, I was hoping so. Uh, it, on Sunday, it was reported that Drogic, Gordon Drogic would, was going to join the Mavs. I wish that it happened because that team would have been. I don't want to. I don't want to speculate because the Mavs. It's it's centered on a very young superstar who is, I think, going to be a great talent for you guys. But you know, I think with KP on the floor, 
that's a, that's still a very good team. I don't know where they finish playoff seed wise, but if he's healthy, if he plays past March, it's March, right? That he can't like historically, he's never been able to get past that Six point. Games in March. But but now that we're having the shift in the NBA, where hey, maybe we shouldn't play these guys on back to backs. Maybe a meaningless game in February, we can have our stars sit and rest. If we have, you know, if say we're we have, uh, I don't know, but Los Angeles in town, and we know we're going to get our asses clapped. You know, Kristaps, well, Luca, why don't you take a seat? He beat everybody. We'll let what, what, Seth Curry. We'll let we'll let Seth run it. Run it. That's our big three, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's so Seth, I think this is going to cater to Kristaps very well. This 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 idea shift where your guys don't have to pay, play all eighty two games. A guy like Kristaps, I mean, sixty games a season. If you're resting him and doing the Kawhi effect, I think that Dallas uh, really could be uh, a contender within. I, I'd put him on the same. Well, I don't want to put him on any timetable because you don't. You just don't know. Kristaps has to give it back. You say four years. Four years will be the number one team in the NBA. Okay, heard it here first, folks. It's not first, actually. I heard this take from somebody okay. else. Heard this here. Full second, disclosure. Folks. But they're right. Four years, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay, so those are the big contracts. We're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. So it was one of the craziest days in the history of sports for me. Uh, And sort of credit to the NBA for not even having basketball go on, but still just dominate the media cycle. Having said that, at one point, did you have to sit down and just kind of nod your head and say, holy shit, because I had that moment. Did you have something that made you just just feel like this was about too much? I would say the, the like triple, quadruple, whatever you want to say, swing and miss from the Knicks. They were supposed like they have been rumored to have gotten like obviously the first pick to get Zion. They didn't get that. That was first. They were expected to possibly look at getting AD. They didn't get that, which I don't know what they would have traded for him. They traded away Kristaps, thank you, uh, to clear cap space for two max free agents, which could have been Kawhi, it could have been, that's three. It could have been KD, it could have been Kyrie, or as the Nets showed, a combination. And they just got completely nothing. Oh, they didn't get nothing. They got Taj Gibson. So that's good. This is what, Taj Gibson's 14th team? <laughs> the, so, jur- the journeyman. That, that's got, you know. That's so, more of a journeyman than I've ever seen in my life. Bro, they can bring him into the scouting and say, all right, say, homie, how do we beat these guys? That's their key. That's their key. It's just, a, it's a rouge, you know? It's it's all. He knows all the teams, so he knows how to beat them all? Yeah, I just said it's a rouge. It's a ruse You know what? I'm going to have to pause you here. So, fifth grade, I'm in a spelling bee, right? My parents are in the back row of our, uh, what we call the Parish Center, Sanian Catholic School, Houston, Texas. I step up to the microphone, get the word rouge. Do you know how to spell rouge? Oh, yes, R-O-U-G-E. You son of a bitch. It's R-O-U-G-E. I sit there, ask for the definition, Type of makeup typically applied to the I Gs. Never, I, I never would have known the, the definition, to be fair, but at least I would have known this. But, and the crazy thing is I f- 
fumble over that word more than anything because I think I have like PTSD. So anytime I try to say ruse, I say rouge. So shout out St. Anne, PTSD, as a result of that spelling I lost the third grade. and a fourth grade spelling bee. My third grade spelling bee, I lost on the word pace. Pace? I spelled it with an S instead of a C because I actually, Pussy. I'm... <laughs> I, <laughs> I imagine the, the 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 bottle of of salsa, and for some reason that's not even spelled. It's with an spelled S. I know, I know, I know. In my head, it was spelled with an S. And then the next year, I lost on the word exotic, which, to be fair, in fourth grade, that's a pretty hard word. Exotic. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I, well, I didn't even it? I didn't even get it wrong. It said if you say the wrong letter, you can't go back. Oh, and so I said yeah. exc. Fuck I don't know what I was thinking of. But I said EXC, and then I was like, wait, and they were like, nope, it's too late. You said the C, and I'm like, but I know the word. I feel like I should get credit for that. Sons of bitches. But I spelled much harder words than pace. But I did miss that word in front of my friends and the girl that I liked at the time. It's just, it's... It was more embarrassing because I was... The walk of shame. Four letters. The walk of shame off the stage. At least rouge is hard. Thank you. So, okay. Not for me, because... Not okay, dumb. well, screw you. Where, okay, where the hell... Oh, we're right. So, Bobby Portis, right? It's all a ruse. We're back. Uh, they're... No, but seriously, that's that's a great point. The Knicks, like I said, we've been hearing about how the Knicks were going to dominate free agency and really just right the ship, and they were going to turn this franchise around, yeah, even a, though... There's a good spot on... I know you listened to Bill's pod, Bill Simmons uh, pod. The uh, his his breakdown from 1999 to 2019 of every this is the next big Knicks thing. This is it. This is what was going to get us there. Nothing. We're here in 2019. I mean, now they're already. I I I know. Sort of. We touched about Giannis 29, but they seriously think they got to know that's a joke. The Greek freak is going to go play in New York. Why the hell would he go to New York? I mean, I could see him going somewhere else. If but not maybe not not even because the Bucks are just. The Bucks are I good. mean, RJ already trying to recruit Zion up there, but if you're Zion, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I think Zion's if, in a better position. If Zion gets drafted by the Knicks, I'm hard pressed to think that at least one big free agent wouldn't say, "Okay, yeah, I like I like this what this guy has to offer. Let's go, let's go do I, this thing." I think them getting the third pick with by far the worst record, or not by far, but the worst record in the NBA is just a really telling sign of how. Just, just terrible they are. They don't unlucky. even deserve luck. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Um, okay, so I I have to say my holy shit I, or thought was just how we're going from this period, this season at least, where uh, hold on, bad oh, podcast. We're gonna let the we're gonna let the cat in because he's not gonna shut up. Okay. Hey Chuck. Okay. Dude, you just had to look at us. He straight ran away, but close that door again. He was just like, all right, just provide a minor inconvenience. Um, okay, so last season, the biggest story was, well, one of the biggest stories was how it seemed all these big stars were unhappy in their situations. And you had all these old vets. I think it was Richard Jefferson um, who came on, I think it was Stephen A's show, and said, look, back in my day when I was coming to the league, we didn't have cell phones, so we were forced to interact with our teammates and it made us feel together. I remember but that. all of these kids are on their, just glued to their cell phones, trying to figure out who's saying what about me. And if they're paying attention to Twitter, which- It's not just kids. No, yeah, Kevin it's, Durant. yeah, it's everybody, it's everybody. 
If, uh, but if you look, if you actually pay attention to Twitter, you can really kind of get into screwed up headspace because I, I, I actually uh, got off Twitter about two months ago uh, just because I, I couldn't do anymore. Like I'm back on now just for this, but if you're an NBA baby star, like a fledgling superstar, and you see people on, you know, on the Twitter sphere saying, oh yeah, this guy's wasting his career in, I don't know, let's say Zion this coming season, New or New Orleans doesn't turn out to be anything. Oh, Zion's going to waste his career in New Orleans, blah, blah, blah. Of course you're going to be like, okay, yeah, maybe I should be in a, in a major market. Maybe I should oh, be yeah, playing for the Clippers. Maybe I should be playing with the Lakers. Yeah, exactly. Like, I understand it. But well, you have all of these there. guys switching teams or going to different teams a lot of big personalities going with other big personalities uh katie kyrie in brooklyn and i think that we are in a world of well within the next six months i think there's going to be at least one or two disasters in one of these big teams I hope that I, I'm a champion of chaos. Oh, by NBA, January, yeah, I agree. The NBA makes money off of chaos. I think one of these moves is going to completely backfire, and that's kind of what made me sit back and think this is this is absurd. This is crazy. I think that it's not a matter of if, but when one of these moves completely blows up in the faces of one of these franchises, and I can't wait to see yeah, which yes. one it is. Oh, Brooklyn. If unfortunately, um, this is, okay. I almost went on a rabbit hole here, but if if Kevin Durant and Kyrie are on the court this year, that my money would be on that team. I giving them that year off. I I, you know what know. I want? I, you're not gonna like my second answer. I think I'm gonna go uh, the LA Lakers. I really, I'm okay with the Lakers. I really think LeBron is gonna regress this year. I don't think LeBron not will my goat this year. Not my goat. I know he's not your goat, but he's going. He's gonna like on again. You didn't hear it here first, even close, but he's gonna be—he's gonna be a top two candidate for MVP. Yeah, honestly, so, I want to say he'll win MVP. But I, with I, your, I, I with, with everything that's happened and everything, I, I do want to point out that hearing about people being upset about their situation or people wanting this and this and this is the NBA doing exactly the opposite of the NFL. <laughs> Letting their players be more expressive and be more empowered and be mm-hmm. and, and build this amazing thing because like I don't care about the NFL right now. I haven't heard of something super relevant from the NFL except obviously the Ezekiel Elliott story, but that's because it's about the Mavs or sorry about the <laughs> Cowboys. But I don't like so, I, I the NBA hasn't played a game. It's, in, it's because in the weeks. NBA lets their stars be their stars, whereas the NFL it's it's the Bob McNair. You can't let the prisoners run the prison. That's the NFL's mindset. They don't let their guys have a personality and market themselves. That's why the NBA is winning. That's why the NBA is slowly but surely becoming the most popular sport, especially among millennials, is because they let their guys feel their emotions. Having said that, and it actually is working for them, obviously, because you look at this free agency period, these guys are kicking ass. The NBA, Adam Silver, is laughing all the way to the bank. This is great for him. And as much as he can say, oh, yeah, it's really tough for us because we want our team or our, our superstars to be happy, this dysfunction is dollar signs to the NBA. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they th- their ability to be public about how they feel, and I know that they get, like, like what did uh, – 
Anthony Davis, he got fined for publicly saying that he was asking for it. Sure. But and they have their boundaries, but they're they're okay with you expressing your opinions for the most part, without it being tampering, without right. it being cheating. You so much as think about biting the hand that feeds you uh, in the NFL. You're, you're sitting done. your ass in Goodell's office trying to answer for Freezy. running your penance, or excuse me, doing your penance, praying your ten Hail Marys, moving on with your life. And also writing the NFL front or the you know NFL uh, uh, offices a nice little check, but you know that's that's really that's really what it is. I think that it's going to be great to watch. It's going to be really fun. The basketball itself is going to be prime. I have no idea what's going to happen next season. I have no idea who's going to be on top. I I was thinking about for this pod maybe we talk about like a, a too early power ranking, but I think there are so many variables. We don't have. We now. can't do a power ranking until exactly. Kawhi okay, so somewhere. let's do this now. Kawhi Leonard, the dude is so atypical that he won't even try to feign like he know he wants anybody to know what he's doing. Like free agency comes and goes. All these guys. I mean, you're like, this is where I'm going. Bang, bang, bang. Woj bomb, woj bomb, woj bomb, woj bomb. And then kind of the dust settles, and we're like, wait, what about Kawhi? Well, the hell of, is Kawhi? Are any of those players as important as Kawhi? I mean, outside of outside of KD, like but no, this, this next season, no. And I the, think that I think that he is allowing himself this room to actually think about it, not just make a decision right then. Plus, he's the best free agent available before all these people signed. So, seeing what teams are waiting for him and everything, I think is good for him. I think I think. Yes, I would love for him to react now. I would love to have a decision right now. Mm-hmm. But how much, it, it, like theatrically, it's pretty cool. He's going to be in LA one way or the other, right? <coughs> I think he's going to be Lakers. Lakers no matter what. Yeah. I think he's signing with the Lakers, but then again, nobody knows what he's talking no. about. And anybody knows, nobody knows what he's thinking, a rather. Freaking liar. Okay. All right. Uh, last segment bitching about the Rockets. And talking about the Mavs. I can't bitch about the Mavs right now. So you go ahead and bitch about your Rockets real quick. What are we doing? What is going on? Hey, you signed Austin Rivers to a minimum. Oh. A vet minimum, though? Austin That's honestly, Rivers. Honestly, any team should sign Gerald him to a Green. vet minimum. Daniel House. What? What? I disagree with your upsetness. What? Not one freaking contract? Not one free agent? But how much did you pay for Austin Rivers? Vet minimum. God bless you, Austin Rivers. Two you are, years you are a gentleman and a scholar. But Daniel uh, House we, too. Do the Rockets think that they can just 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 do put the same product that got beat by a Warriors team that didn't have Kevin Durant? Do they really think they can put that back on a basketball court in a compete for an NBA championship? Did they not see that Anthony Davis? Oh, Anthony Davis, who is in their own division or was in their own division, goes jump ship to LA to join LeBron. Do they not see this happening? You have Chris Paul, your two superstars, Chris Paul and James Harden beefing, and you just kind of like sit there and think, allegedly. oh no. Allegedly. Sure, allegedly. No, it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's all good. Two of your four most important players on this roster right now were just on the trading block. Okay, not two of the five fault. most important. Not my five. And... So you're just supposed to like welcome back with open arms like, guys, you said some things. We said some things. 
Let's just kumbaya, roast some freaking marshmallows. It's all going to be okay. Let's go win a championship. My ass. We, we tried that with DSJ this year, and then we traded him anyway. Do you remember that? They were like, oh, we were going to trade you, but we're not. He's coming with us. He's traveling with us. He's playing. And then they were like, oh, just kidding. Okay. We want KP. I'm done. I have... I have. Nothing I don't. I think you have less to complain about than you think, because I think you got Daniel Howes and 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 Austin Rivers on the best contract possible for Austin Rivers. Yep. He was good for you. He sucked on the Clippers, in my opinion. But uh, the, the the Mavs are doing it right. How many how many years? Okay, before we get onto the Mavs, how many years do the Rockets have left? Three. You think three? Yeah. You think Chris Paul has three more years no, left? No, Chris Paul legs? has Chris Paul has zero years we left. We don't. The, we you have three years left. The uh, Rockets don't have. The, we don't have three years. There's just not three years there. We have two, maybe, probably one. This is it. This is the window. This is the window. And I say I'm not too disappointed about Jimmy Butler thing. I'm not. But if you put all your eggs into one basket, that basket gets you know sent down the river. You're in, you come up empty, what's next? You have to have a contingency plan. And it does not seem like the Rockets had a plan in place if the Jimmy Butler thing went sideways. And guess what? It went sideways. So what next? What next? I have a question. Do you think you're going to – is this – am I looking at this correctly? Is James Harden a free agent next summer? Am I right on that? I thought we had him for. I thought. I thought it says. It says right here, 2020 free agent. Yeah, I thought. Oh, we had, this is I your thought, last year. I thought we had if him I'm for James Harden. I'm not signing with that shit franchise. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, now. 2020 unrestricted. How free many? Agent. How many championships do the Mavs have? One. Okay. Thank you. Next. When was your last one? We're not our, history majors here. Our next one is in four years. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I have no complaint about the Mavs. They extended Powell and Kleba, two role players who want to play there. They're paying the boys that want to play there. That's what's awesome. They locked in KP for five years, which while I think is a risky move, whatever. Who knows what can happen with that. We have Luca on a rookie contract, and if Dirk is any sign, we're going to keep him for the rest of his life. True. Hopefully that's a long life. The, and not, then, to, not to stereotype that Europeans like to stay with the same franchise. They do. I mean, they, they really do, you know, except for Tony Parker in the end. But he went to the Hornets, so they're going to win a championship. You can't really trust the French, though. Uh, ooh, I would cut that out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Seth Curry signed for $8 million a year. If you combine Seth Curry, Dwight Powell, and Maxi Kleba, it's $27 million a year, which might sound like a lot, but they're, they're good players. I think this the is the Maxi next, this is the next we 2011 match. We were talking about this on the way to working out yesterday, the Maxi Kleba deal. I think that the more I think about it, I think it's great. I think he's I think gonna, great he's, too. he's improved each and every year. He's gonna come into his own a little bit. He's gonna get a little bit more touches. I think it's a great contract. He's paying for, like I think they're paying nine million a year. I didn't see the I, I don't remember the exact contract. Shout out cubes. There, Maxi so, Kleba is uh, he can shoot if he's open. Mm-hmm. He can dunk. He can defend. He can do so much. And for like eleven million dollars a yeah, year, so or not even. I think it's eight and a half. Mavs were in the conversation with Patrick Beverly. And obviously that didn't happen. Um, it's fine. But all said and done, you're pretty you're pretty pleased with. The I'm happy with what so they've far. gotten. I mean, we got Seth Curry back. We had we lost him for a, a year, mm-hmm. two years to the Trailblazers. Trailblazers. I think it's just yep. one year, right, to the Trailblazers. 
and he's he can be good. He's still like he's a smart basketball player. He's he's not a great first option at point guard. No, um, but he knows where he's supposed to be on the court. But he's only making eight million a year. He's related to Steph Curry, so that can for something. A, I, I believe he has a better career three point average. Than there Steph you go. Curry. It's a win win win. But he's not Steph Curry. No. Well, unfortunately, don't tell him that. If he could just turn into Steph Curry, you know what he's great. like. He's have you seen that dude who masquerades as Clay Thompson outside of uh, yeah, Oracle? dude. He's that I won't guy. do that at Oracle anymore. <laughs> okay, so uh, I agree with you. I think the Mavs are setting themselves up for success. Um, I I really think that it's the tale of two franchises going in two different directions. Unfortunately, if the Rockets don't, uh, this is this is the year because the West is. It's it's there. It's there for the taking. Yeah, dude. I don't think I, I do feel bad because I don't I don't believe in, in your uh in your Houston Rockets, but uh you guys are definitely on the opposite trajectory as us. Yeah. yeah we, but I feel like true. that, but you know, you never know what's gonna happen with, with uh KP and you don't know what's gonna happen with Luca. You don't know what his we thought Jason Tatum was going to be the next big That's thing. True. That's true. But I'm just trying to make you feel better because Luca is the next big thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's. paying him anything. And we're still, oh. Yeah. How yeah. much money has his jersey sales alone made us? Dallas sports and cheap rookie contracts that are uh, out kicking their coverage. Name a better duo. I mean, I'm thinking of, of uh, Luca and. Uh, uh, Dak Prescott. Honestly, even oh yeah, I guess if you're going total Dallas sports, although you know Dak made his regression and everything, but even all of our rookies do well, man. Yeah. I mean Yogi Ferrell, that was an amazing. He had like a 33 point game. His where third did, game where, ever where did I see he's going? Uh, I think he's still in Sacramento. Okay, so they were. I might be completely wrong. I don't know, but uh, undrafted free agent got you. Okay, so let's wrap her up. Um, so we are gonna cut this together. It'll be out. Hopefully Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon. It's 7.30 on Tuesday evening. Then we're going to do a hopefully a July 4th special um, where we kind of just talk about life and what's going on with us, kind of deviate from the sports. We've been very NBA heavy, and Andrew excels at, at the NBA stuff. But uh, we're hope, hoping to kind of branch off and trying to, still trying to catch our stride um if y'all have any thoughts comments concerns my email will be in the description of this podcast thank you so much for tuning in and uh andrew anything else to say to sign off uh really just the yogi Farrell, uh although he screwed us is still staying with the kings next year he signed a two-year deal last year so his second year is there get paid uh, big guy don't forget four years from now the Dallas Mavericks will be the number one team in the NBA without question. That means, sure that? just to be clear, that means the 2022-2023. Setting the calendar reminder there. there. All right. I don't see how we couldn't. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will catch you next time. I want to see them on a